podcast. I'm your host this evening, Two Finger Walker. Uh, <laughs> Why don't we start every podcast off with "I'm your host this evening"? It's, it hasn't ever changed. <laughs> like, I feel like it's just oh. I'm your host. You don't need to say I'm your host this evening. I feel like it just gets repetitive. And it does. Well, I mean, I mean, I'm in such a groove there. I mean, like I have to say it. So I mean, uh, anyhow, I cut my finger and the bandaid kept falling off. So that's how I, I, I taped it together. First um, off, um, I, I would love to have your wife come nope. here and explain. Nope. Nah, she's not allowed. The, the paper cut that Bo received. Not allowed. From knife while trying to deep it an avocado. Yep. Yeah. My knife went right off the avocado pit and right into my finger. I just hit it. According to Maddie, it was not much worse than a paper cut. And Bo said he felt lightheaded and I felt did. like he was going to bounce out. My, my head kind of felt like my camera it was pretty blurry. Um, but anyhow, uh, I am Bo Walker. <laughs> I'm still feeling a tad bit under the weather. Um, but I'm also joined by, uh, Mr. Mr. Jason Cephas and, uh, Cheesehead Mark Carson. Yo, what up? How, how are those, how are those Packers going to do tonight, Mark? Are they going to lose again? I mean, it's preseason. I really don't care if they win or lose in preseason. I just care about the regular season. Yeah. I mean, I'd like to, you know, I think, I think I enjoy preseason football. Uh, it's football. football. Yeah, football. Football. So I'm excited uh, to watch him play. So yeah, but uh, before, it'll be a good game. Before we get into some football talk, which is pretty much going to be this entire episode, we're going to cover high school, we're going to cover college, we're going to cover the pros. Uh, what are we drinking? I'm drinking a little bit of uh, Teddy Peach and uh, some uh, Gold Peak Peach Tea. Oh, oh, you're mixing peach and peach. Sir, oh, you gotta go. See, if it was me, I'd go peach and sweet tea. I was thinking that. Uh, yeah. I'm not a big fan of sweet tea really anymore. Yeah. Um, I'm the kind of guy favorite tea, or I mean, I'm like 99% of the time unsweet tea all the way. See, so, I, I go sweet tea. Um, but if I'm going, <clears throat> uh, what'd you say that was gold peak? Yes, if I have a choice between gold peak and pure leaf, I'm going pure leaf, extra sweet. Yeah. Um, I don't know how we've made it this far in our friendship if you drink pure leaf tea every day. It's not every day. The, good, the, the extra sweet, though, it's like drinking sugar water. It's great. You, you've hurt my heart. I mean, I don't get me wrong. I, you know what? I, I will take that back. Gold Peak does have an extra sweet. It's good, but it's not as good as pure, pure leaf. Literally three pounds of sugar and about four ounces of liquid. It's not great. Correct. It's delicious. Unsweet Any- tea is your drink. Anyhow, it's it's just it's 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 like your LaCroix. It's it's water with a hint of tea flavoring. So I'm I'm still feeling a little under the weather, so I got got me some ginger ale and crown apple. So uh, to to break up the cough, you know. Jason, you got you got your got your jug of water, buddy. Uh not tonight. It's all the way at the cross all the way across the room and I don't feel like going to grab it. So I'm going drinkless tonight. Ooh. All right. Okay. We'll see how it works. <laughs> I felt left out on the hat realm, so uh, had to had to go get a hat. There it is. Knew that was coming. What a loser. Yep. Uh, we we are down one member for the first couple minutes of this episode. Uh, Mr. Piazza had to work over a little bit today, and he is joining us momentarily uh, to talk all things football. So we live in Ohio. Okay. We do. What? Yes. <laughs> so we currently, we currently, yes, we live in Ohio. 
Uh, high school football is in full swing. We're heading into week two here. We all attended uh, the, 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 the great school of Buckeye Local. You know, I don't care how many people bash it. It's not a bad school. Yeah, it's not. It was a great school. I, like, I thoroughly enjoyed my, my, my five years in high school. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there it was. I was hoping someone would laugh at that. Um, no, I, I only went four years, just, just so we're all clear. Um, anyhow, but no, so we're going, we're going to talk a little high school football. Uh, we're going, we're going to go, we're going to go up the ranks, high school, college pros. All right. So this week, Buckeye plays Union Local. Do they stand a chance? I mean, I think, I think Buckeye Local, truthfully, stands a chance every week. I mean, upsets happen in every, every level of sports. Um, but. Can I realistically can I, in, can I put my two cents into your statement that you just made? Yeah. Okay. You didn't see them play last week. Yeah. I did not see them play. However, it's, it's a bunch of high school kids. They do have a pretty large freshman class, from my understanding. Yes. And they have a very small male population right now at the school anyway. So, you know, their their football team is I mean, there's only three hundred and some kids in the high school. Yeah, what's what I'm saying? I mean, they're they're Very definitely small. All school. But with that being said, where I think that uh, there's a chance every week, uh, the the sh- the short answer is no. They're they're not going to beat Union Local. No, Buckeye will not go. Will not have a winless season. Um, I think they'll struggle to win three. I think they'll probably win two. I was gonna say I think it'll be either two or three. Um. The one game that I am looking forward to seeing them play just because um, my alma mater, my former high school, Buckeye Local, is going up against my wife's former high school in Shadyside week three. Um, in Shadyside, we are going. Uh, yeah, we'll be there. We'll be there. Say, that, that wasn't a question. You are going. Yes, sir. Uh, you will meet me at the bar before the game. No, we're going to go to uh, Mom Bubba's. Well, no, we're, no, we're going to go to the bar. Get okay. some food and a couple drinks. Go park at Mom Bubba's and then walk up. All right, fair enough. So, but yeah, I really don't think though. I, I call me crazy. Okay, Buckeyes are not going to be shady side. They're not. No. However, I don't think it's going to be as a dominant game as I think we're predicting. I don't think I, so either. Shady side's roster. I don't say you know say shady side's roster like like I'm a high school football expert, yeah. but they did lose some pretty good people last year. Uh, so Shady Side is definitely not the team they were last year. No, I think the the pigs team really think, had them going five and five. Yeah, I, I really think that Buckeyes really focused on their big game of the year, which is going to be Shady Side, mm-hmm. and I think they're going to really drill in trying to beat Shady Side, figuring out how to beat Shady Side. Again, I don't think they'll come out on top. It'd be really cool to see it, um, but I do think it'll be closer than people think. I mean, here's my thing. Buckeye won't stand a chance if they do what they did week one and run the same play over and over and over no. again. They um, they pulled the Ron Poblish uh, playbook out. Literally right up the, the entire game. Seven, run it right up the middle. Yep, that's exactly what it was. Um, but I do – Shadyside did lose uh, – one. The, they did lose their running back week one against Martins Ferry. He went out with a, with a leg injury. Um, I, I just texted my brother-in-law to see if we have any update on how he's doing or if he'll be back at all this season. Um, okay, you texted a high schooler for an update. Well, yeah, because Ryan's on the sidelines. He does stats for the team. 
I know, I know. He does stats for the football team. He's a photographer for him, everything. So he can get us some uh, sideline passes. He might. He might be able to get us on the sideline for the for the Buckeye game. I'll stand on the sideline for the Buckeye game. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, no, I don't think they will beat uh, Shady Side. I do think it will be closer than everyone is thinking, especially if their running back is out. Their backup is a freshman. Uh, he is very fast, from what I've been told. But they did lose some very key key players last year. Um, well, I know, like, speaking for Buckeye, I, I know a few people that have kids on the team that are freshmen. Yeah. And for a few of those freshmen that made the varsity team uh, and are starting, this is their first year playing football. Um, they didn't play, you know, they didn't play Pop Warner or whatever, you know, Young Buckeye, as we call it back here. And they haven't, they didn't play in middle school. Um, they're so, very you know, new. Yeah, they're, they're very, very new. Um, so, again, I think it's going to take, you know, again, Buckeye won't go winless. Buckeye will pull out a couple wins uh, and they might even surprise you and get a third. But, you know, I think, I really do think the realistic record for Buckeye this year, unfortunately, is two and eight. I agree. I, I mean, I, I, I'm pushing three and three and seven. What'd you say, James? But it's better than 0 and 10 three years in a row. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Buckeye, most people that listen to this, I'm sure know, if you don't, Buckeye went through a very long period of time where Buckeye did not win a game um, for what? Yeah, almost four years. I think Buckeye will pull out a couple wins. So I, did get, I did get an update. For that game. Yeah, I did, I did get, Ryan did text me. He said he probably won't play high school sports again. Oh, really? It was that bad, huh? Torn ACL, TCL, MCL, and a meniscus. Dang. Ow. That's so bad because he was like, he was, again, I don't want to say he was a promising young he guy. Went like, to he, was States, he went to States as a junior for wrestling. That's what I mean. Like, he was massive. He was, I mean, he was, he was, he was a big dude. Yeah. So that, that sucks. Two, two years in a row, Shadyside has had two of their best players taken out high school career ending injuries. Last year it was last year it was Reese Francis, their quarterback, got taken out against Buckeye with nerve damage. Said if he ever took a the hit the wrong way, he could end up paralyzed. And now he's playing baseball at some college, D one college in Michigan. And is that a is that is this a tell sign of like how shady side you know like it get injuries happen? But I mean, I feel like when you have injuries, you know, two seasons in a row where they did someone's career, you know, I mean, is it is it a tackling issue? You're not teaching people to tackle right. I mean, well, the going to get ACL, MCL, whatever. Those are those are tough because that's that's probably just a hit on the knee. So what you know, that that happened? They were going to block the field goal, and he came okay. in one direction. Another guy came in the other direction, and they hit. Um, Ryan actually just sent me another text. Literally, it says now on it, so that's how new it was. He said I was in the end zone when it happened. I got a glimpse of his leg. Foot was one way, leg was the other. So. Ooh. So yeah, I mean, and then last year with the shady or with the quarterback, uh, the kid from Buckeye was just going to finish the tackle. Like the kid was on his way down, he went in to finish it, and he hit him kind of shoulder pad to the head, kind of like hit his shoulder pad and came up. See, I don't, I don't think it's necessarily like teaching them to tackle. I just think it's it's part of part of playing high school sports, like. Whenever you step yeah. out onto a field or a court, you you run the risk of seriously injuring yourself. I mean, I just think it's it's part of sports. I mean, what do we hear in the pros all the time when you know a top player gets injured? Injuries happen. So 
I mean, I I don't think I don't think it has anything to do with tackling. I just think it's just re- a really bad luck. I mean, yeah. Um, I, I, I agree and, and disagree to a point. I mean, I think that in pros, I think definitely a risk of the job is injury. I mean, everybody's going all out all the time. That's your job. That's what you do. Um, but I think in in high school, I mean, the whole point is to learn to get you to that point. And I think, you know, again, this is nothing against Shady Side, but I think you've got to get, you you know, there's there's a lot of injuries that have happened recently, not just with that school in particular, but a lot of schools. Where I think people, like when you watch people tackle, you know, unfortunately, like Ryan Shazier, you're just putting your head down. You know, I mean, they've, they've you know, I think we got we to gotta get better and get back to the basics and, you know, stop getting so many injuries. I, I agree with you to, to, to some point. You made your argument. Mine, I think, is the opposite. I think high school and college players, they're giving it more of their all because they're trying to make it to the pros. The pros, they made it there. They already got 100% the money. agree. They're, they're not trying as hard. Some of them are, yes. Some of them want the accolades, you know. Like TJ Watt, he gives it his all every single game. You know, Miles Garrett, Aaron Donald. I mean, the hell, yeah, he but you, moments. You, you're going to tell me that you know just because you're a you're a you're the fourth wide receiver on a roster, you're not going out there and giving your all every. No, play. I never, I never said that. I'm saying, but you're, but you're, you're still giving it your all, but you're not going. I don't want to no, say. I, I, I'd say the players that give it their all, <laughs> high school and college, are the players that are going to make it. Yeah, 90% exactly. of those kids that are going out there are not giving it their all. They're there to have fun. They're there so that, you know, they're there to do something. Now, see, I think because I, there's so many, there's so many people that just get hurt and it's, you know, it, it's, it hurts their longevity down the road, not just for a sports thing, but this kid with a torn ACL, MCL, meniscus, whatever, all he hurt, you know, this could long-term affect him regardless yeah, totally. of the decision to play sports in the future at all. You know, yeah. I mean, that, that can affect your walking for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. I mean, I get a lot of people that have torn ACLs, MCLs, make full recoveries, and then continue to play sports again. Yeah. But, you know, that's that's stuff that can really harm you in the future. Now, I get that's an injury that's really tough to prevent. You know, a lot of times that's a hit from the side. Your legs bend in the wrong way. That's a little different. But, yeah. And see, I, I, I do respectfully agree or disagree. Uh, I, I, I think it's the other way around. But that that could be I mean, it's fine. And I don't I don't I don't think you're wrong. I think at every level of of sport, you've got a different percentage of people that are giving it their all and a different percentage of people that just don't give a crap. Yeah. Uh, I think it's just again, I, I think at the high school level, you have less people that are trying. You have because you have a very small percentage of people that want to go to college to play ball. And then even when you get to college, you have an even smaller percentage of people that are playing college ball that want to play in the NFL. So mm, I don't know. I I feel like it could go either way. But anyhow, moving on from that, now we have college football. <laughs> Thursday backyard brawl starts Thursday. Woo! Wait, today Thursday, next Thursday, next Thursday, next Thursday. Anyhow, yes. Prediction. How's that going to go? Col- well, college football, like like you said, predictions this week. How many years has it been since the backyard brawl, Mark? Do you know? Uh, I do not know. I do not. It's been it's been a minute. It has been a minute. Um, it should be a good one, honestly. WVU and Pitt. Listen, I, I am, I am a Pittsburgh Steeler fan, Pittsburgh Pirate, Pittsburgh Penguin. You're about to say you're a WVU fan. I am rooting for WVU this week. Uh, I am. Uh, you know, the, I feel they're they're not closer to home, but I do I do like WVU better. 
than Pitt? I don't know. I wonder how I wonder how Morgantown and Pittsburgh grow, like relate to here. Oh, we're we're closer to Pittsburgh. You think? Oh, for, okay. I'll I'll do it right here from my house. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I would have I would assume you are correct, but Pittsburgh I, is forty five miles. Uh-huh. Um, I guess more six minutes, and Morgantown is fifty two miles. Okay, an hour and twenty five minutes. So we're talking we're talking fifteen minutes, six mile difference. Well, see where Pitt is because Pitt isn't. It's not located in downtown Pittsburgh, is it? No, but they play at Heinz Field. Ah, Heinz Field, not Acrisure Stadium. Yes, Jason. It's just like the. It's just like all the fans of the uh, the the uh, Indians. They call it the Jake. It's always going to be Heinz Field. Yeah, Jason. The last time that they played in the backyard brawl was 2011. Prior to next Thursday. Okay, so it's not been a hundred years like I was thinking it was. No, but I mean it's it's been a rivalry for about that long. So yeah, it's been eleven years since they played it. Eighteen ninety five was the first game. Wow. Who won the Who won the last one in two thousand eleven? WVU. Okay. And my prediction of who wins this game: whoever's home. That's I I don't know where it's at. It's but whoever's home. Huh? It's in Pittsburgh. It's Pitt's winning. That's it. It is WVU has won the last three installments of the backyard brawl. Well, uh, I think <laughs> that since uh, it's been what ten, eleven years. It's been eleven years since they played. Uh, yeah, and it's this is. I, I would argue this is one of the most uh, popular rivalries. I wouldn't call it one of the best rivalries. But I would definitely say it is one of the most popular rivalries. It's a down and dirty rivalry. It's oh, one of it's sure. for for this area. It's it's a top rivalry. It's a, out it's of a, the valley. You know, you it's oh. it's not it's not your it's not your Red River. Or, in the, I think in 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 this area, this is the rivalry. There's there's no there's no other game to fans of the area that's more important than WVU and and Pitt. Pittsburgh fans don't Pittsburgh fans to me could care less about the, the Steelers Browns games, the Steelers Ravens games, you know, the the Penguins, the Flyers, whoever. They they backyard brawl is this fan at base areas thing. Yeah, the backyard brawl is going to be good this year. Um I am rooting WVU. Uh Two reasons why I like them better than Pitt, and two because of their uniforms. My God, are they beautiful, guys? Have you seen them? They are all white. Okay, the lettering is blue. All right, inside the blue is the highway systems and the road network of West Virginia. Really? Yes, it's their. Sure, it's literally called their country country road jersey. Yes. Awesome name. Terrible they're, concept, probably in practice. No, they're beautiful, James. You gotta look them up. Look uh, uh they're, they're actually they're actually pretty nice. Selfless plug here, not for us. I will give them a free shout out. Uni swag on Instagram. This is probably the second year in a row I've called them out. Go check them out. It's probably beautiful. second week in a row. You call them out all the time. I, I listen, uniforms are awesome. I love them. That's why I'm wearing my my uh jersey that I just found. So <clears throat> clearly I hate them. Yeah, Jason, Jason hates jerseys. But um, no, they, I, I'm pulling WVU in this one. Mark? No, I said whoever's home team is winning. That's, that was – I'm, I'm sticking to that. Who are you that. rooting for? 
Oh, I mean, I don't know. My, my I know more people Penn. that went to WVU than went to Pitt. So, and West Virginia is where my mama lives. So, I'm going to root for WVU. There we go, James. Well, like my, my wife. Give a shit, Pitt. though. I mean, I'd probably pull for WVU, but if Pitt won, I don't care. That's I what I'm also, saying. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm a very happy medium. I really don't care. Um, I, I like WVU. I do. I, I don't hate WVU at all. Um, but again, I'm, I'm very, I'm very indifferent. Um, that's, it's very much like, uh, though it's a pro sport, it's very much like when the Blue Jackets play the Penguins. I'm very indifferent on who wins. Well, I mean, WVU, uh, is also kind of like West Virginia's pro team too, because that the Black Bears or whatever, the AAA or whatever A for the Pirates, uh, baseball team that's in, uh, West Virginia doesn't count. So wait, what? Uh, yeah. Well, one of the farm teams. Yeah, one of farm teams for the Pirates is in uh, West Virginia somewhere. It's West, one of West Virginia's only professional teams outside of Wheeling. Is it the minor league team? Yeah. Moving on from WVU Pitt, uh, I know there's a couple other uh, top 25 games that day. Uh, not that day, but um, hey, uh, speaking of another rivalry that has not happened in a long time, um, Ohio State plays Notre Dame for the first time in a very, very long time yes. this season. It's not, the, it's not this coming week, but it's very – very shortly. And before we move on, I'm just going to tell you this. Fuck you, Kyle. Ohio State's winning. Uh, I think Ohio State's winning, and it's not going to be close. Oh, I don't think it's going to be close either. They're going I, to I'm out. saying 21 or more. I think Notre Where Dame is, is it? Not, is it in South Benders? Is it in no, Columbus? it's, at, it's at in Columbus. Oh, Notre okay. Dame does not deserve to be the number five team in the nation. I, I think Notre I think Notre Dame definitely deserves to be ranked. I don't know if five is the correct spot. No. I don't I don't make the predictions. Maybe ten. Ohio State is going to stomp Notre Dame. It's not going to be close. They're quick going Notre to Dame, quick Notre Dame opinion, uh, real quick. Um, so when the uh, when there is inevitably two conferences and maybe like a half of a third conference in college football, uh, where uh-huh. do you think Notre Dame's going? Do you think they're join caving and joining the Big Ten, or do you think they're going to bolster the ACC, Big Twelve, Pac twelve uh, conglomeration? I think Notre Dame, Ohio State's two year contract that they're playing each other in the home and home series. If it goes well, Notre Dame joins the Big Ten in twenty twenty four. Yeah, because it'll draw money. I mean. Oh, they're they're I, yeah. But think, the thing is, is like Notre Dame is the Notre Dame doesn't have to switch conferences in order to be recruited. That's why I think that schools like or play, uh, conferences like the ACC and the Big Twelve are going to push to combine and really, really push to have a, a heavy hitter in there outside of Clemson and who else? Because Big Twelve lost their Big Two, so it's yeah. it's tough. So I got a little bit. I got a little bit of a hot take. I don't think it's going to be a blowout. I think it's going to be a close game. Um, it's I, Ohio State's. I think Ohio State wins, but I, I think it'll be much closer than people think it will be. But as for who Notre Dame would join, I could totally 100% see them joining the Big Ten simply because they're already in the Big Ten conference when it comes to hockey. So were they in for basketball? Uh, a C C C. Ah, they're split. Yeah, but you got to think hockey at Notre Dame is bigger than basketball. Really? Um, I think when I think of the reason I think Ohio or Ohio State, the reason I think Notre Dame will join the Big Ten is because of football conferences in college. I would say the vast majority of people think of two conferences: the Big Ten and the SEC. 
And I really don't think that Notre Dame is interested in the SEC. I don't think they would compete as much as they can compete in the Big Ten. So I definitely think they're a Big Ten school, not an SEC. Yeah, but again, I just see them as someone that all three other conferences are just going to really, really pull for because they don't have to pull them from the Big Ten or the SEC. So I think they're going to do whatever they can to get the big one that's their shot to have money in the national or in the college football uh, playoff if it still remains four teams or eight teams or I mean, even so, like, even if it is eight teams, I mean, how many teams from that third theoretical conference are going to be in it? I mean, maybe Uh, one, two at the most. It's going to be three and three or four and two, like with with the uh, SEC and Big Ten. So I I don't know. I feel like Notre Dame would be like really, really tempted to join that third conference. Yeah, I don't know. I think I don't think 15 and a half point favorites going into this game. My Amanda brought up a really good point uh, about Notre Dame. Um, she says for years they usually play an ACC-dominated schedule, so she agrees with James that they'll probably join the ACC. She said, except a lot of years. I think last year was the exception, maybe two years ago. Um, they normally COVID. play Michigan, but they haven't played Michigan for a few years. I think there was like a COVID scheduling issue or whatever. But yeah, so I think uh, well, I know COVID was definitely a factor. Um, but anyway, she's I, she has she has a good point. But I I uh, stand by what I said. I'm not going to retract that statement. 2024, better Dame in the Big Ten. Yeah, there's no there's no way they're going to join the SEC. And I'm only and the only reason I say that is because it's like I'm also like picturing that theoretical third conference. If the Pac-12 or the ACC and Big 12 do not combine, like then that throws my entire argument out the window. But and I would think they would join the Big Ten. I think if the Power Five stays as it is and just tries to recruit like smaller schools in there, it, like to fill those voids, then I think it is what it is, and I think they go to the Big Ten. But yeah. I, but if they combine, then I think they're going to ha- push what they can to compete and make like three big conferences. Um, let's, uh, Jason. Do you have anything to say about uh, about Notre Dame Ohio State before we move on, real quick? I pretty much just said everything already. Uh, real quick, I just thought we'd run through some of the more popular games um, for that week and just get our quick predictions because, you know, I don't know what we'll, we'll be doing next week. Uh, Cincinnati-Arkansas seems like a pretty cool matchup on Saturday. Uh, that's why I, w- I was just getting ready to check that because I'm checking out the rankings as well. Yeah, I got I got the top 25 games or the top 25 ranked teams that are playing next <clears> weekend. <throat> so what do we think about Cincinnati-Arkansas? I think Cincy will pull. It's technically an upset. Cincinnati's 23, Arkansas's 19. Arkansas, by a field goal. Fair enough. It's week one. Crazy things are going to happen. Oh, yeah. And I haven't followed anything with college football. I don't, I don't even know who the hell the starters are for a high state. If you told me to name high state's starting court. Wait, is it Straub still? Yeah. Okay. okay. Did you say yeah. it was, Bo? DJ Straub. He said, he, yeah, oh, he said Straub. Chase Straub. Isn't it Chase James Straub? I have no <laughs> that was just me. <laughs> That's good. It could be what the C stands for. <laughs> uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba. Yep, he's a wide receiver. What? Yeah, Jackson yeah. Smith and Jigba. I really need to start watching the Ohio State. Game. Jack, I'm telling you what, it's hard. It's, it's very Green difficult Bay. here. But I've wanted Green Bay in in my lifetime. I've wanted Green Bay to go after four people, and they got one of the four so far. Uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba's number five. So they got Josh really Myers the center. That's who they got, and I was like. We need a center. Get Josh Myers, and like you're talking Ohio State to Green Bay. Yes. Okay. I tell you what'll be another. I got two. I got Ryan Chase here and Cam Hayward. I got another game here though. I mean, I've I've been very happy with these Ohio State pickups. You know, like obviously I didn't know 
Jayhawk Ohio State player. I kind of like grew into really getting the Green Bay while AJ Hawk was a Packers player. So, yeah. um, I mean, I probably would have pulled for him, but uh, all right. Um, uh, okay. anyway, we have that Two. game and then the last game we'll I'll talk about is uh, Kentucky and Miami of Ohio. That's nowhere near what I was gonna say, <laughs> dude. I think Kentucky Miami of Ohio is gonna be a really cool game. I mean, it'll be cool, but Kentucky's going to beat Miami of Ohio. They're going to blow them out of the water. I was going to go with a better game, Georgia and Oregon. Georgia's going to win. Uh, week one of NFL football. We've got the Browns and the Panthers. Who in the fuck did the Steelers even play week one? How I've, This is the first – shut the hell up. How the hell – this is the first time in probably 15 fucking years I've not known the first at least five games of the schedule going into. Oh, we play, we play the Bengals. Home or away? Away. I'll be damned. We're fucked because we play uh, the Browns in Cleveland in week three, don't we, on Thursday night? Yeah, it's on Amazon Prime. Oh, man, that is going to be a fun start um, to the schedule. Only <laughs> way three, here we come. The only way you can Speaking watch NFL is on Amazon Prime, by the way. Or go to Callahan's on 87th in Lenexa, Kansas. I, they will have it if they're not still remodeling at this fucking point. I don't I'm, know. We might I'm, be Patriots. Very, week two is Patriots. I'm very jealous of you right now. Why? You can almost smell the Green Bay Packers from your house. Why are they there? Yeah, they're in Kansas City right now, playing right now, literally right this. This is a what? That is terrible because Len Dawson died on Tuesday. Man, and he has to. Man, the KC better win this game with all they've got because you know what? Even though it's a preseason game, they've got to win it to avenge Len Dawson for his uh, Super Bowl one loss. Fair enough. So um, the NFL is starting. On September 8th, Thursday, we are opening it up Bills versus Rams. Bills are going to win it. The Rams are going to be without Aaron Donald. He just tried to commit homicide in Cincinnati this morning. What the fuck are you talking about? This is news to me. He pulled a Miles Garrett and pulled two helmets off and was swinging like a madman. Yeah. You haven't seen the videos? No, but Mark's laughing, so I feel like I'm being punked. No, I swear to God. Go look on Twitter. No, I, I don't no really idea. care. <laughs> no Miles, idea. or not my Aaron Donald. Could you imagine helmet dent not on one side but no. on two sides? <laughs> I saw an article that said fight breaks out at joint practice, and I saw the Bengals helmets, and I was like, "Huh, that seems crazy." A lot of fights have happened at joint practices this year, and uh, apparently that was Aaron Donald. Because they always happen. Yeah, yeah. You That's why joint practices are bad ideas. <laughs> so yeah, unless ideas. you have two very, very mellow teams that just don't ever play each other, which the Bengals and the Rams don't, but why would you replay what the you Super Bowl think? teams? Why exactly. would you replay the Super Bowl teams? Exactly. There's still a lot of bad blood there. Exactly. But, but I, here's my thing. The NFL is going to keep doing it because every time this happens, it blows up on social media which gives them exposure. So yeah. which they'll the NFL's never stop one, doing it. One like media corporation that doesn't need extra exposure because it just always Everywhere. has. I mean, over 50 fucking percent of this country watches the NFL halfway consistently to where they root for a team every Sunday. So over half. Next week, we're going with our way too early to predict Super Bowl picks. Yeah. Right, now we're going to move on to our draft this week. We're doing a draft. It's back, and it is the best sports traditions. Draft order. 
as randomized beforehand. Number one, Jason. Two, James. Three, Mark. And last but not least, me. All right. As always, type them in the chat and let's get rolling. Jason. With my first pick, I am very proud to select Whiteouts slash Rally Towels. God. Number two for me is uh, Script Ohio. Well, yeah. That wasn't going to be my number one, though. Well, that, was. wasn't, that wasn't all, that was on my list, but it wasn't in my top five. Uh, in honor of Mr. Leroy Butler, who just got inducted to the NFL Hall of Fame, the guy who invented it, the Lambo oh. Leap. Yeah, that makes sense. All right. Uh, I am going to take the terrible towel. All right. It's awesome. I don't know where mine's at. I just went to the Pro Football Hall of Fame and bought one recently, another one. Don't know where it's at, but it's in my house somewhere. All right. And number four, or with number five. the number five pick, I am going to take, personally, this isn't a professional thing. This is one of my favorite things to witness at a sporting event. It is the Iowa Hawkeyes wave to the Children's Hospital. That was on my list. Yep. Yep, mine too. Absolutely amazing to see happen. With the sixth pick, this is more of something that uh, means more to Bo and I. Uh, because we're really the only two that watch golf. And that is getting a green jacket at the Masters. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Jamesy, dear. Oh, is it my turn? Yeah, we're back to you. Oh, okay. Um, well, uh, speaking of jackets, you just give me another idea. I'm going to do the gold jacket at the Hall of Fame, Pro Football Hall of Fame. Even though it's right. not good enough for Dion, apparently, which Dion Sanders is a player, amazing, uh, is a person, is a fucking lunatic. Um, so, seven, Hall of Fame, gold jacket. Yeah. Okay. Number eight, I am going with the handshake line after a playoff series in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Yep. Four, five, six, or seven games, doesn't matter. You go to war that's, and you that's shake hands one. after. Honestly, I like the team. done I've... for years and years, and there's a really cool picture of Maurice Richard and somebody else. I do not know the name off the top of my head, but – they are shaking hands at center ice and their sweaters, their faces are all beat up and cut up and they're standing there and they're shaking hands. And it, I mean, it gives me chills talking about it. It's one of the most iconic pictures of all time in sports. So yeah. Handshake yeah, I, line after playoffs. I love the teams that do it through the regular season too. Like I like the teams that isn't there only two teams that do it every game no matter what like win or lose they do the handshake line they do it after like specific they do it after like the winter classics and stuff okay and, like all the outdoor games they do yeah. it i, I thought it, i thought it was just by like two specific teams i thought boston was one of them but and i thought that another team did it all the time too but maybe not speaking of outdoor games number nine it's the winter classic that's a january 1st one. outdoors every year it is just... the Winter Classic always a New Year's game? New Year's Day? Yeah, New Year's Day. I think this year it's actually January 2nd, so Ooh. scratch that. But but nonetheless, the <laughs> Penguins are do, are participating in it this year, so Ooh, that'll I be fun Fenway to Park. see. Where's hey, that? You guys want to go to Fenway? Fenway Park. Oh, I'd love to go to Boston. Dude, I'm going to Fenway. Winter Classic started in 2008 with Pittsburgh and Buffalo and the snow falling down. I remember watching Picture that game perfect. with my family and just amazing. So winter classic by far 
number nine, move on, number 10. For 10, uh, I pick uh, between the third and fourth quarter at every Ohio State game, oh, yeah. home game. Yep. Uh, they play a certain song about a woman from oh. – about a sleazy woman from Steubenville, Ohio called Hang Ohio. Number 11 that uh, no one I figure would pick, uh, even if we did a list of 50. Uh, one of the coolest traditions that everyone that has ever won the Indy 500 except one person has done milk after you win the Indy 500. Only one person has not done it. I can't remember who he was, but he owned orange groves in Florida and refused to drink milk. He drank orange juice. What a badass. Oh, I love that. <laughs> one orange person. juice Everybody, is so much better than milk. Even lactose intolerant people have at least put it to their lips and just let it run down or, their face so they get the picture or drink but, like uh, yeah. some sort of lactose free milk or something just for the sake of doing it yeah and now now they've got 142 different kinds of milk so i'm gonna go with the number 12 pick i am taking jump around yep uh see a lot of mine are college football centric because i just i love college football so number 13 Personal favorite of mine. Oh, did I spell that wrong? I think I did. Um, the pierogi race at the nope, end. <laughs> I do like the pierogi race. Who's There's your favorite a, one? Oh, uh, oh jalapeno Hannah. No, not even Chester. a question. It is shut your mouth. Jalapeno Chester. Hannah. Are we all on different teams for this? Who because are you? Mine is fucking something that I don't even like. Are you sauerkraut salt? Sauerkraut salt. No. I love sauerkraut salt because jalapeno Hannah's got the little purple purse. No, sauerkraut saw is the white color, so that's no. I sauerkraut's the only one of those I wouldn't eat, which Mm. is weird for me to cheer for. But sauerkraut saw, Jason, you got to have an opinion on this. Or sorry, sauerkraut saw. There we go. I'm losing my Uh, sauerkraut saw. I do not have an opinion on it. Oh come on! For sticking with baseball, though, uh, I have to go with what happens at. Every baseball game you will ever attend, hopefully for the rest of your life. And that is, ladies and gentlemen, the seventh inning stretch. Hate it. Does that I include take me out to the ball game? Yes, of okay. course. I do enjoy going to a game, having some drinks, hanging out with the guys, and being belligerent singing take me out to the ball game. That's fun. I always like when we have a little cookie. Hate. little oh, cookie that, that's that was that sports. I can't stand how far behind the words are to the music. It doesn't but is it the people that are rushing it, or is it the music that's yeah. off? It's the music and the little bouncy. Uh, okay, so that's something they can control. That yeah, yeah that's stupid. Yep, that's dumb. Yeah, I but hate fuck that. them. That's that is the reason I hate it. Um, the only reason I'm picking this is because it is the only trophy in uh the Big Five that is the same trophy being the Stanley Cup. I like how that the Stanley Cup is consistent with. I, Again, there are three technically, but there's one championship one that each one that they hold up. And the fact that it's the same trophy, that to me has to be a sports tradition. If it's not, you guys can all overrule me, but I love it. I like it. I agree. That's a good one. All right. How many more picks? So <laughs> this next one could be a little controversial. I don't know yet because I don't technically know if it's considered a tradition. I'm counting it as one marching bands. College I wasn't going to pick band. it, so I don't give a fuck. <laughs> just marching bands in general, I think, just adds so much to 
to a football game yeah. and which is why, part of the reason why I prefer college more than I do the NFL. Um, I just, I, I think it adds so much to it. You know, your team scores and, and you hear the fight song play and it's just, it kind of takes you back a little to, to high school, you know, going to high school football games and, and hearing the band play and all that. And I just, I love it. I've always loved it. So number 16 marching bands, um, number 17 storming the field slash court. Mm. That's another good one. Damn, Jason, you're this is a you're on it tonight. Draft. This is a good draft. Yeah. I I love when teams do this. Like it it always happens for the big games mm-hmm. and like it's something it's, I've always wanted to do, but I would never in a million years have the balls to start. Technically technically I've done it. It was in high school, but I've technically done it. I've never even attended a game where it's happened. That The Wesley Jesuit game that I stormed the court on was when we beat them in the playoffs. Oh, uh, okay. In, in the actual tournament. I will say that the two uh, times that I've, pe- I've seen uh, teams storm the court, they've been like storybook endings, and they've been so beautiful, was just last season, Texas A&M beating Alabama on the walk-off field goal and mm-hmm. video of the kicker's uh, girlfriend, fiance, whatever. She's yelling and she puts her head down and then she looks up as the ball goes through the field goal. She jumps over, jumps down on the field, takes off running. Uh, and, that's, and, that's and then, awesome. like, and then the iron bowl when Alabama kicked off and Auburn ran it all the way back. And yeah. yeah. Yep. They stormed on the kickoff. Yeah. No, no. Alabama kicked off to, to Auburn with like six seconds left in the game. Auburn ran it all the way back. And How the fuck game. am I just hearing about this? Never heard about this? That was no. years ago, dude. That was years oh, ago. Oh, okay. I was thinking it was yeah. this year. Maybe I just no, didn't know shit. it was years ago. But okay. that was one, like, they kicked, They ran it back to, to win the game. And it, Auburn stormed the field on their own field. Like, it was beautiful. Oh, 100%. Yeah, I just, I okay. Uh, rings for the championship. I absolutely love that because I'm a big fucking jewelry nerd. Um, I love seeing cool ass designs even though technically like the the conference championships for a lot of sports give rings which are kind of like the loser rings because you don't ever wear those in public but like i'd love the fact that you get rings and when i was looking at the pro football hall of fame the display that i was at the longest was looking at all the super bowl rings Oh, I just like looking at everyone. I like how they've gotten much, much cooler as things or as time has gone on. I think the LA's Steelers, apart. huh? LA's ring from this year comes apart. No, inside shit. it's part of yeah, a, so the, part the, of the ring ball. design. Is you should look at it after this. Is the yeah. stadium? You can look inside and you can see the scoreboard hanging and everything, and then it comes off. And inside the top of the ring is a piece of the ball that was used. Uh, on their last drive of the game that's insanity that is absolutely fucking incredible yeah like that's like that's a shit that i live for they with didn't that. have that they they had their ring there but they didn't have it open like that to see it when i was uh-huh. there weeks ago but mm-hmm. i wish they like that was really cool like i agree with james seeing that, the amount of diamonds and everything mm-hmm. that are in each ring mark give us your last pick even though they are a nfc north rival one of the coolest things I've ever watched is the skull clap from the Minnesota Vikings. Have you seen that in person? 
No, I, I mean, just obviously, like, I've seen tons of videos of, like, on-field people recording it and all kinds of stuff. Um, I just I think mean, it's the, the, awesome. the Chiefs drum is really cool, but, like, I Chiefs feel like you have to see – I feel like you have to see one of those things in person in order to pick it. Gold claps, awesome. Yeah, I don't know. You've never seen it. With the last pick of this draft, I might end up getting disowned by my mother-in-law. All right? I am picking Clemson – I'm picking their entrance, all coming down, touching the rock that is brought from Death Valley, California. They all touch the rock, and then they run down the hill. Have you never seen their entrance, James? What the hell is the purpose of a rock from Death Valley in Clemson, South Carolina? Is that their stadium name is Death Valley? Yes. The, the that sounds who, like a stretch. That sounds like they were naming their stadium after something no, extravagant. And then... No, so the, the original head coach was from california he brought this rock with him and i'm talking this rock used to be huge now it's gotten a lot smaller people broke in and chipped pieces of it off it's under lock and key like security now but they they all every single player touches it they run down the field they jump it's it's insane it's electric it's awesome. i might i personally have a couple honorable mentions myself I, I have uh virginia tech's entrance to enter sandman oh yep i got that one on my list yep um, I have LSU, Colin Baton Rouge, and yep. and them playing neck, but that's that's besides the point. Let the band um, play neck, baby. Yes. And fourth or third and final, fourth and finally for me is Alabama Dixieland Delight. Oh, I that's a better song. That's a, that's a great song. Terrible school. I have one more. I lied. I don't know how James, you and I did not pick this for this. Yeah, list. Renegade, Renegade. Because I hate. I don't like. I don't love. The tradition oh I, well, honestly that was the second one when i said oh i have two that's what i was thinking of but i ended up thinking of better ones in between i don't so my uh i'll just go in reverse order i guess of our drafting uh bo took uh, one of my honorable mentions so my other three uh one is probably just a packers thing uh all of the green bay packers players ride bicycles to training camp every morning um when they're at training camp and they always have like a little kid brings their bike that kid gets to carry the you know, helmet and talk to the player and it's only i mean it's probably only 300 yards 400 yards at most from from they go from the stadium to the training facility um really cool tradition uh the other one is the haka which uh i know the haka is my other one uh i know hawaii football team they're the hawaii rainbow warriors or just the warriors now i think uh, does it before every game. They did one before the Ohio State game a couple of years ago. They played. You ever, have you ever watched the New Zealand All Blacks do one before their? I was just going to say New Zealand does it when they're playing. We rugby. never did anything international. I'll be damned. I would have picked Liverpool football clubs of you never walk alone because I dare. That is such a damn it. That would have honestly yeah. probably been my second pick. That's a good one. Uh, and then my last one, I think. Uh, Shit, I never thought of that. Jason will, Jason will disown me as his brother-in-law for saying this. Uh, but to me, this is cooler than the Stanley Cup. Uh, the entrance walk of the Lombardi Trophy after the Super Bowl for the Super Bowl champion. And they it's get that huge awesome. of people. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. The Lombardi yeah. walk. Marty Trophy walk from the player, the winning team's player entrance, which I didn't know was a thing, and it always comes out of the winning team's locker room. So whoever it is, they just kind of direct the tunnel that direction. 
and I mean fans and families and players and it's awesome. I think that is so much cooler as of a presentation than the Stanley Cup. Now the Stanley Cup definitely harder, definitely a more more a historic trophy, but the Lombardi Trophy walk, Jason. Um, so this one kind of surprised no one said anything, but shout out to Kyle, play like a champion today. Oh yeah, smacking the sign. Yeah, he's smacking the sign in Notre Dame. Ohio um, State slaps a sign. That's not a real tradition. Fuck you, Kyle. I think, no, I think Notre Dame for sure is. So Notre Dame for sure is to play like a champion today. Sure. I don't give a shit. I mean, I like um, Notre Dame. I don't have anything against them. But day with the Stanley Cup, I think is that's an awesome one. I honestly would have picked ones. that. It probably overhang on Sloopy. Um, championship parades in general. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Are awesome. Um, Detroit throwing the octopus on the ice. Yep. Nashville throwing the catfish. The uh, yeah. Columbus Blue those Jackets awesome. cannon. The cannon. Um, Damn, those are all really good. Tampa Bay. Oh, 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 Mark picked the skull no. clap. Gee. That will conclude our draft. That will also conclude the episode for this evening. Uh, Mr. Cephas, are you ready now if I ask you where they can find us? I'm ready, Captain. All right. Hey, where can they find us? You can follow us along on our social medias. We got Instagram. We got Twitter. We're mostly active on our Facebook page, so give that a follow. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and Anchor. And last but not least, you can watch us. This video right here that you are watching right now or listening to, it's on on the YouTube. YouTube channel. On the Please YouTube no more, no more. I can't. I can only spare one more finger. No, that that's that's it. Okay, that's cool. it. Eight. And we make sure, eight. make sure uh, when you get on YouTube, you click the like button, uh, you hit subscribe, and you make sure you get that little notification bell on. That's bad. That's bad. No, <laughs> you ruined it. You're fired. No, I really did. I was trying. Get off my podcast. Oh, good one here. We're gonna. That was good. Hey. Get off my podcast, he says. <laughs> Get off my podcast. <laughs> All right, so we'll be back here uh, same time, same place next week with some more uh, uh, bullshitting. Uh, we might also, well, I mean, it's not going to be bullshit. It's going to be great stuff for a little bit of a good good quality soft landing next week, ladies and gentlemen. It's going to come in nice and soft. Nice We're and actually going to somewhat nice, plan it. So. Nice and soft. There ain't going to be no deep impact. It's going to be a little soft landing. <laughs> No craters. No craters are gonna be no no craters are gonna be right. paused. Before we sign off here, I just have your comment. Jason has posted in the chat <laughs> that for those of you that uh don't none of you get to listen to the after. Okay, we we um, don't have to go into it. I'm talking about after. No, we definitely have to go into it a little we bit. We gotta call it out though. Yeah, so uh Jason said uh in our chat, just for reference, he said before Bo takes a poop, I have something to say. Uh for those of you that don't understand. I'm not sure how many episodes we've released. At least this is episode nine. thirty. Really? Okay, so we did not mention this. Least. This was episode thirty. Oh wow, my! I'm there for the at anniversary. Least Twenty-eight almost. of those. As soon as we hit end recording, we all do we our about a couple fun hour afters. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, literally. Oh, I would. I'm not exaggerating. Twenty-eight of them. Bose immediately after ending the recording, guys. I gotta poop. <laughs> Bucket Boyd is a fitting nickname. Bucket Boyd is All right, real let's wrap this up so Jason can tell us what he has to do. And Bo actually has to shit. So, Bo's let's got, go. Bo, you got, hey, Bo, you got to poop now? 
Alright guys, we'll see you same time. <laughs> <laughs>